some people, especially if they are younger, they will see things on social media and think, oh, this is what my man or my girl or my partner is meant to treat me like or what they're meant to do for me. But some people actually don't know what they particularly want or look for in a partner. They are being guided and misled or influenced by what they see on social media rather than having their actual own values or what they expect or what they want in a relationship. They've got external influences and external pressures telling them this is what a relationship should be or should look like and this is what a good boyfriend or good girlfriend or good partner should do if they like you or they love you. another chill session on can we chill podcast a podcast for real life girls for real life people speaking on real life issues with your girl vivian and your girl melissa hope you're well hope you're good good afternoon good evening wherever you are good morning, good morning. <laughs> yes, and that one good morning so yeah i hope you're good hope you're doing well and yeah hope life's good and just treating you well yes blessings and people that don't believe in religion that spiritual stuff you know and they do like like zen but namaste namaste yeah they do that in yoga don't they namaste yeah oh yeah yeah i've always i've always wanted i did yoga once and there was positions that they was trying to do that i just couldn't put my body in so i didn't go back (laughs) oh you see me yeah I'm doing a three six three six five yoga challenge, mm. and I'm on day a hundred and eighty five. So have you got to do yoga every day? Yeah, and I've been doing it for one hundred and eighty five days straight. Wow. Um, I need to stick at it then. And it's that because I'm quite flexible anyway. Mm. So I've like been like getting on with it. All right. I started off by following like this young. Well, this person on YouTube, a yoga by Adrian, mm. and I done her for like three months, and she got boring for for after a while because like I think she does it more for like beginners. Although I'm not like that great at yoga, yeah, like the the stuff I just found it boring in it. Mm. Um, I got bored for after a while. So I switched over to this other lady, Boho Beautiful Life or something like that. She's good. She's really flexy and she does like more intermediate, more like advanced stuff. Mm. And some of the stuff she'll be doing, she'll be like, this is advanced stuff. And I'll try. I'm like, oh my God, I can do it. Mm. So like, I'm really like, I find my body surprising me all the time. Like, oh my God, I can do this stuff. But it's been really good. The only reason I started doing it is because there was once I was on YouTube and this video just got recommended to me. Of this lady, she was a big lady, like yeah. big. And she done like a three, six, five day yoga challenge. Mm. By like day 200, this lady was doing headstands and shit. And I was like, if this big lady can do it, anybody yeah. can do it. But for me, within the first month, I was able to do headstands. Yeah. So I'm able, I was able to kind of transition into that really quickly um now when I do it it's more just like building up my my muscle my strength and then also like like how to get into different positions and all of that type of stuff and it's oh god it's painful people think yoga is not a workout it's a workout and a half because it's hard I wake up every morning and it's the first thing I do and now it's just become like a thing that I do Mm. and um oh my god like, I'm not a morning person, but I get up for yoga, though. I can't lie. I'm like, okay, I, I find it boring as hell. Mm. But after seeing that lady, I was like, I'm on doing 365 days of yoga. Even on Christmas Day, my family were laughing at me, like, who does yoga on Christmas? I was like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's really good because I'm toning up. Now, even, like, I can kind of do it by myself, like, if I wanted to. But, like, I find it, like, calm. There's th- certain things I struggle with and I still can't do. But, like, actually, I'm okay with it. I feel proud of myself after I've done it every single day. And I'm proud I'm still doing it every day. And there's not a day I've missed since I started. So, yeah. from, what, November up until April, I've done it every single day. 
Um, That's good. Yeah. But I, I tried yoga years ago. Like, but it was like an in-person lesson at, at the gym and I didn't like yeah, that's it. that's what I did, yeah. And I don't think I was ready then. And then I t- tried it this time in my own, I do it in my own time when I want to. And the, I think the gym one is like an hour long. I don't like doing yoga for the, like, lo- that long. I like it doing for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. That's enough for me. Yeah. The one, well, when I did it, my co- to be fair, my cousin did say like, you have to stick to it kind of thing. But I prefer Pilates. I don't, I, I mean, I did yoga, yoga once, but I prefer Pilates just because I feel like, especially after like a gym session, doing it after is good because it focuses on like muscles and stuff and strengthening and stuff. And I feel like maybe because I've stuck to that, that's why I preferred it. If I stuck to yoga, maybe I would feel the same way. But I did it once and I was like, I don't know, maybe it was the class as well because that was at my old gym and my new gym like the classes are a bit more engaging like they're a bit more active and stuff and interactive so I feel like maybe that's why I didn't like it so I might try it again but I don't know for now I've just pretty much liked Pilates because I'd like to do Pilates like after gym like it's really good after gym um it's really relaxing Mm. so I might try yoga as well but the only thing is sometimes obviously I wouldn't do it at home I would do it at the gym but sometimes it's either really early or like really late Mm. and I'm just like I'm not going yoga at 6am and I ain't going yoga at 9 o'clock so like I need to just find the time but Pilates just suits because of the times when I go gym but yeah anyways Pilates Pilates and yoga conversation but I don't, me, I don't understand the difference between the both. Yeah. When I research Pilates and yoga, the difference, because they do a lot of the same things. But the only thing I've realized that they say the difference is, is that in yoga, you incorporate more breath work. You're using more of your breath and like breathing through. Whereas Pilates, I don't know, it's more about strength. I don't know what it's about in it. I think they're very similar, but um, I think they have slightly different staff that make it different things. But I find with pilates like it focuses more on like mu- like the muscles that's why i like to go after gym because i feel a lot more relaxed but i don't i don't specifically know the differences maybe maybe some trainer could come on one time and tell us the difference i've just looked at it, it says the difference is yoga improves mm. flexibility whereas um pilates focuses on trying to relax the muscles which are tense yeah. and provide strengthening yeah so so that's why I like to go after the gym yeah because my muscles is usually that's why I don't think I get sore after gym like that because mm. I always do stuff after like a lot of people get sore they can't move and can't walk the next day like, I never get like that so maybe that's why but yeah anyways um onto the topic <laughs> um yeah so I was thinking um the other day going back to our very first episode hypergamy mm-hmm um and how relevant it still is but what I was thinking about the difference is obviously it wasn't that long ago we did our first episode but the balance between having somebody who I guess provides for you in a sense because nowadays people would tell you on social media you can't date broke guys you can't date um if he's not providing for you you can't be with him, don't be with him and this and that kind of, that kind of bullshit in it. So I was thinking for people who are like dating, like maybe let's say, for example, I don't know, cause you could be dating for any age, but let's say early twenties, like between 20 and 23. Yeah? And obviously they're in a different generation to us, but imagine you're a girl or even a guy as well. And you're on social media because obviously that age group are quite heavy on social media. And you see if he's not buying you this, you can't be with him. If he's not doing this for you, you can't be with him. And then for the guy seeing, oh, get your money up. So like, if you can't have a, if you're not going to do this, don't get a girlfriend. If you're not going to buy this, don't get a girlfriend. Or in music, like, if you can't buy your girl this, if you can't. And I just make, it just makes me think, where's the, realness of relationships now like where's the being a good boyfriend or good being a good partner or being a good wife or being a good girl like where's this now it's all about material stuff and it's all about it's it's all about what 
the person can do for you and not in a sense of making you a better person or improving your lifestyle it's about what they can buy for you or what you can buy for them so where's the balance between having somebody who's able to provide for you as a woman I guess and having somebody that you're just boops in like you're just finessing because some people can't I personally think some people can't differentiate the two I honestly think some people are there to be like my man has to just be like spend things on me or buy things on me and even on social media even I see certain things like but at the same time I understand because like what we said in the very first episode it has come down in generations that women date men or marry men who are like up or that type of vibe do you know what I mean so that's what I'm trying to say like where's the balance between finding somebody who will provide for you and thinking that's the be all end all like there has to be a balance somewhere like for example there's been a whole discussion anyways let's get your opinion first and then I'll come back to that for me anyway I just think start off with social media has had a big influence in how people see their relationships um some people especially if they are younger they will see things on social media and think oh this is what my man or my girl or my partner is meant to treat me like or what they're meant to do for me but some people actually don't know what they particularly want or look for in a partner they are being guided and misled or influenced by what they see on social media rather than having their actual own values or what they expect or what they want in a relationship they've got external influences and external pressures telling them this is what a relationship should be or should look like and this is what a good boyfriend or good girlfriend or good partner should do if they like you or they love you and what people are showing you is that okay by them getting you this type of stuff, whether it be designer or whether them be flying you out somewhere or them be taking you out on a big, massive weekend away or doing all this little hotel stuff, taking you to this nice ass restaurant, which are things that obviously people do when they are in relationships. But when you deep it and actually analyze um, relationships of people that are married or that are a bit older or have been in relationships long term, they don't really do that shit. They that mm-hmm. stuff is more like young people stuff. When maybe someone's trying to get to know you, or when people have got really unrealistic expectations, because all that shit doesn't matter five, ten, twenty years down the line. It matters once in a while. Like, okay, maybe my partner's gonna take me out here and there. But when you're really deeping it, when you're looking at anybody who's looked at their parents or their close family friends and their partners, they don't do shit like that. They don't be doing all of that type of stuff. And also I feel like um, celebrities also, they have, they put this narrative um, in people's heads. But again, you're not rich like those people. Mm-hmm. That's the most and important you, thing. You're, you're everyday person <laughs> who's working a normal nine to five job <laughs> or you're working class. Or Literally. At best, <laughs> at, at best you're middle class. Um, And some of, I'm going. I'm not going to even say that because I know what I get. Like, let me even go. Let me not even go there. But um, so you're that's going to be the title of the episode at best. What <laughs> at best, your middle class. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's the thing. I'm dead because they are, and we have to admit and look at ourselves and look at our surroundings and look at what's going on around us and be like, listen you're working class or you're middle class mm-hmm. and if you're really there like that you're a celebrity influencer you're making money like that you're high class or whatever so this is where the levels come at if you're out here dating a working class boy or unless you want a drug dealer or shotter or it's a drug do you want a shotter or f boy or some man doing something illegal out here or a girl that's doing escorting and shit out here then you can say, all right, cool, now let's talk. But if you're a normal everyday person, you can't expect those things. And people are out here under putting themselves under pressure, getting themselves into debt and shit so they can look like they're flashy, flashy. It's okay. Like at the end of the day, 
you can be out here splashing, splashing on these people. This person will know you next year because they're just rinsing you. Some of them are. Some of them are saying, oh, let me call up this boy who take me out to dinner tonight. Where am I eating tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow I'm eating at this place. Oh, he's going to pay. He's going to do this. Some of these guys or these girls are just finessing you. And once you start to realize that, like, you know what? Let me take time and actually start spending money or time with people that actually care. That's why I'm an advocate for, like, people saying, okay, cool. We'll go 50-50 until you you become our partner or whatever. But then some people, some men don't want to do that. They want to make you look like, you know what? I can look after you. I can take care of you, which is fair. Guys can do that. Mm. But what I think is just people are being misled by what they see online, by external pressures, that this is what a relationship is meant to look like. And these are things that are important. But when you're deeper, they're not that important because, as I said, 20, 30 years down the line, how much would they matter? What if that person was to go broke tomorrow? Then what are you going to do? Because things like this happen. People go down sometimes. People lose their jobs. So what are you going to be looking at then? Uh Because it's not just going to be the materialistic stuff that matters. Obviously, some people, their love language is gifts and all that bullshit. I'm not going to say bullshit because it's not bullshit for that person who likes gifts and stuff. For them, it's a big thing. So I get that. Some people's love language is that. But it seems now like... Is that's the love language for a lot of people now. That's what they want. They want gifts, buy me this, buy me that, do this for me, do this for me. If you're not doing this for me, then you're not a real man. If you're not doing this for me, you're not a real girl. If you're not, okay. But again, look at your parents. Look at the family members you keep around you. How much are they actually doing that type of stuff that you're asking a 20-something-year-old to be doing? One, when they're either still in uni or just starting to get into their work career, or still finding out what their career path is, or what they want to do, or a person that's just still early on in their lives trying to figure shit out, how do you expect them to paying all this stuff? It's not easy out here. Like, I don't get that, but I think it's just, I think people have different expectations, in it? Me, I don't, I don't expect nothing. Me, I can do everything for myself. It's okay, if you want to do it, that's nice, but I don't expect gifts in that. Like, I even feel like, oh, it's nice when they do it. But I know some people will cut off someone automatically if they're not showing any signs of money or spending on them. But then again, money is important. And if you want to get looked after, there's nothing wrong with being looked after. And if you're a man, you want to look after a girl, that's that's on you too. But just be careful how the lines can become blurred because some people start off spending and splashing and everything. And once they get the person, they won't do none of that then the person's getting upset saying, I sold a dream. This is what I was getting from the start. And now you've switched up on me. Now you don't buy me this. You don't take me out. You don't do all of this. Because people at the start are trying to impress you. But if you're dating, you can't be expecting your partner to be buying you things all the time. And for example, taking you out all the time. That's unrealistic. Because people have got bills to pay. People have got things to do. But I, again, like if you're if you're middle class, middle class at best, then maybe that can be expected. But again, I know loads of middle class people and they don't be doing that shit. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. That's that's literally it. Like I basically agree with everything you said. I I, I think people get these unrealistic expectations from wherever, God knows where. Or do you know what happens I've noticed? Is that with girls specifically, they date these guys who maybe do illegal activity, get their money illegally. And what happens is because that money is not real, real hard earned money. She said not real money. <laughs> it's not because they can't do a lot with it. They can't do a lot with it. They have to use cash all the time. They can't use bank. A lot of these people don't have certain, like certain people don't have bank accounts. There's not, there's not a lot of them that can spend their money in the way they want to spend their money. Not unless you're dating somebody who, which is very unlikely a lot of the times for the guys that they're dating, the guys who literally have legitimate businesses and they're cleaning their money in certain ways. But that's very unrealistic. Like, this is not America. Like, there's not a lot of guys like that in the UK. So, and not a lot of guys are dating these type of girls that are moving mad like this. But yeah, some girls date certain guys who for example, low-level drug dealers or low-level fraud people, and they've got cash that they can splash on 
pretty much anything when it, whether it's these restaurants or bars or wherever they go or shoes clothes whatever and they date these type of guys and they get these expectations from them that they put onto guys who actually have to go to work and work on uh, a proper day job or not even somebody who's working a day job somebody that might have their own business but they're not bringing in the type of money that a legal activity brings in and you're putting these types of expectations on guys like that and this is why I think lines are getting crossed because these normal, and I say normal guys the same as I say we all say normal girls, because the way I see it is like, how can I expect somebody to do certain things that, one, and I said this in the, I think, the hypergamy episode, I wouldn't do for myself. I'm not going to, if I can't afford to go, I don't know, let's say to the Shard, where this is what everyone talks about. If I can't afford to go to the Shard, Am I going to expect a guy to take me there? A guy that I'm dating, a guy who's in my, I guess, vicinity or my type of arena. Am I going to expect him to take me there? No. But a lot of these girls would have nothing to themselves but expect guys to do certain things for them that they could never in a million years do by themselves. And when I see, like, what I was going to say that I let you, when I let you um, come in first is on social media, a UK rapper um had a baby with um I guess her Instagram influencer. I'm not exactly sure if that's her title, but that's what I see her doing. Who's this? So it's not that deep, it's crept. It was all over social media these past couple of days. Crept you know Crept okay. and Conan. So Crept yeah, had a baby yeah. with Sasha. Their baby I think she's at least one now. Um anyways it came out They're not together no more. No. But it came out that they apparently, I don't know how it came out or why it came out or where it came out, but it came out that they split nursery fees, yeah? And people are saying, why should she be paying half the nursery fees? Because apparently it was, they got the whole figure. I don't know if these people are having intel inside their home, I don't know, but £1,400 a, month, a week or... Is that a month or a week? Probably a month. A month. Um, and she's paying half and he's paying half. And people are saying, why is she paying half? And I see some people saying, you know, he makes how much more than that? Why should she be paying half? And I, and I think to myself, and then some people are also saying, why can't she pay half? Like, they have half, they, sh- they have half a child, basically. They share a child. Like, why should she not be, why can she not pay half? And obviously some people are a bit in between. But I just think to myself, you literally have a lot. And what bugs me about a lot of these girls, yeah, a lot of these girls are not living the lives that they put onto other people. Like, they're basically saying to her, why are you paying half? Your baby dad earns quadruple the amount of money that a month that that, that is. So why are you paying half? And then it came obviously into the conversation about when you're living together as a couple or in a family and you're sharing bills or you're sharing payments. Why should you be sharing payments as a woman? And two, yeah, and two, as a woman, if you're earning less than your man, why should you be sharing? But then what I see as well is that some people are saying, well, if you as a woman earn earn more than a man, your man should still contribute half. So there's a double standard there. But my my thing is with this type of stuff, yeah, when it comes to finances and stuff, each to their own, everybody's situation works best for them. But what I don't understand is when people start enforcing certain things onto people's relationships and to people's setups. Like she might be saying, she might have said, look, I don't, I don't want you to pay. He might have said, I want to pay all of it. And she might have said, no, I don't want you to pay all of it. I want to pay half of it. She might have said that. Do you know what I mean? You don't know what's going on in people's situations. And I just find it so mad that today's society is literally so... And a lot of this, sometimes a lot of this talk is just on social media and and sometimes people are not living this life. But there are people who I honestly believe are trying to live this life and are trying to enforce it. Because I don't understand why you as a person will come on social media and say all these things if you believe something completely different. Like, I don't get that. So... The way I see it is, why is now, obviously I understand, like you said, like celebrities, social media, this sort of society and stuff, but why is it that people are so, especially 
women sometimes because I probably follow more women anyway so my I guess my view is a bit skewed but why is it that always women is like what can he do or what's he doing or don't get me wrong I understand like most women want a man because I would I do like I want a man that's going to be able to provide for me and look after me and and be there for me but I also have got stuff for myself and I also need to know I need to be able to know within myself that if if there's a situation where he's going to be down or he's not going to have money for some point we're both going to be struggling because at the end of the day it's supposed to be a team that we're gonna I'm still going to love him and I'm still going to be with him and stuff but a lot of these women are giving off the vibe that like if you're down I'm gone and that's not realistic when you've got like kids and stuff because what you're going to leave your kids to you're going to leave your man and take your kids or leave your kids there what are you gonna do i just think these people are talking i think they're talking and when they're actually put in the situation they won't do half of the shit they're talking about because one if you've been the one relying on your man you ain't gonna go nowhere because you ain't got nothing where are you going where are you getting up and going please if you yourself maybe haven't got your own and this is why a lot of women and loads of people stay in relationships because they're thinking, shit, how am I going to financially make it if I leave this person? Exactly. That's how some people stay in relationships that they're not happy in. So for me, I'm exactly the same. I like to have my own. Um, Because whatever you come with, you can always take. I'm not thinking, okay, the relationship's going to end or we're not going to last or whatever. But I'm thinking I want my shit to be able to hold down on my end. Nothing worse for me than asking my man for money every single week. Hmm. Like, babe, can I have this for this? Babe, can I have this for that? Oh, fuck no. I'd rather have my own money. Then I can do whatever I want with my money. He can do what he wants with his money. But what I am an advocate for is if you're together, you're married, etc. you should have bank accounts. Um, You should have four bank accounts. So for me, you should have one account where all the money goes into, both of your money, your wages, both goes into the same account. Then you have an account that's where all the bills, everything from the household comes out of. And then that way we're not saying, okay, this is who's paying for this. This is it's just coming out of our joint account. Mm. Then we can both have our own personal accounts where we can take however much we, we want to take from the money that goes into our joint account. Mm. So whatever money you want to take out, you take out whatever you feel is reasonable for you to take out. And then we should have a savings account where we'll transfer money from both that account that goes all of our money in, then put our savings. So not only do we have our own money, but we're not going through this, who's paying for this, who's paying for that. Everything just comes out of the joint account. That's it. Then we're not having to go say, okay. So for example, most men and whatever women, your your wages will go in there. Because when you're married anyway, you know what your partner is getting. You know how much money is coming in. So most of the men will probably say, okay, all the money, babe, you can probably, most men, well, I, I don't know from what I've heard, most men will be like, babe, take out your money, do whatever you want with your money. Mm. They'll say that. So, but the thing is, I just don't want it to be like, oh, my man is just going to be paying for everything. I would like for us, and also what I like, I like to know where, for me, it's just about money management, isn't it? Where is our money going? And also it allows us to man- manage our finances well together. If it's going in the same place and we're not saying, okay, another way also could be, okay, we all have our own personal accounts where we get paid from our jobs. Then we transfer what we want to transfer into our joint account that way. So whatever, but I just feel like people should have their own bank accounts and we should also have a joint savings, have our own personal savings as well. And also if you want, and then also like a a joint account where all the bills come out of. So whatever it is, it works that way. But if you're now imposing this type of stuff where you're saying I shouldn't have to be paying anything because I'm the woman and the man is meant to look after me. Again, we are in the 21st century and we've got people who want women who want to work and want to fend for themselves. But we've also got men who are now saying, listen, we're the 21st century. Get up and go get a job. Nobody's out here looking after you. Like, yeah, I love you, but you can't just sitting at home doing nothing. You need to get a job. You need to also hold shit down. So you've got men that want both. And there's some men that are just like, my wife can stay at home, my partner can stay at home, and they don't have to do nothing. Oh. 
me, I think my brain would go mad if I was to stay at home and do nothing. But some women are happy to do that. But with that whole, was it Sasha and Crept? Listen, childcare is expensive. I remember at my peak for childcare, I was paying £900 a month. And that was four days a week. So if they're saying, okay, let's split it. I don't see what's wrong with splitting 1400 because that's 700 pound each. Because mm. for some people, 1400 is that monthly wage. Yeah. So, and then you got this childcare. I don't see why. I can see where people are coming from though, where they say, okay, he's a celeb. He's a artist. He's definitely got money coming in more than she probably has. But at the same time, like I said, they've got a baby together mm. and they should be contributing. Unless it's part of like a child support system saying, okay, he's got to pay this amount or maybe they've agreed to it. You know, some people agree to it that, okay, to stop the wahala, the problems, let's just go halves and everything for a child. Yeah. Then you won't have the mum saying, oh, this, that, that, you don't support. Then you won't have the dad saying, oh, she's taking too much money away from me. Um, Because that's one of the other things you hear from baby moms and baby dads. The baby dads are always complaining that how much child support they're having to pay each month. And the moms complain that they don't get enough. So if you can agree like, okay, let's go half. Because at the end of the day, when you've had the child together, you're going to have to do 50-50 anyway. So if you say whatever the child needs, let's just go 50-50. So if it's like nursery for 1400 700 each, that's right. For me, when I think of £700 now, it seems like a lot because I remember when I was paying that years back, I was like, <laughs> I don't, it was painful. <laughs> Childcare is painful. But um, that's what's, that's a business I would say to people. If you're going to have a business, have a childcare business because there's, the parents are always having babies and they always need their children looked after. But... um. I just think it's too much sometimes where people like what you said, the double standards that a, a man can't do it, but a woman can do it. Why is that? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're expecting one thing from men, but you as a woman, you don't want to do it yourself. So how does that work? But again, it goes to that thing that men are always meant to be the providers, etc. And when you speak to most men, what are they proud of? What makes them a man? They say providing. Yeah. So no wonder why women feel like this because men feel like they're not men if they're not providing. But for me, that's just not the element that makes a man. But it seems like for a lot of men, that's a big element for them. Them feeling yeah. like a man is them being able to provide. So no wonder why some women take advantage. They say, exactly. well, if you're not providing, then you're not man enough. And women will play to that. And if you say to a man that, a man will be like, okay, let me go work hard then. Let me go get more money so I can provide. Some men feel like general failures when they're not providing properly. They feel like they're not fulfilling their duty as a man. A lot of men feel like that. Exactly. So I think like that's why I feel like some women can feel that. I think it's an entitlement where they feel like they're entitled to say that. That you men, some men, say for me to feel like a man I need to provide so if you're not providing then I'm going I'm dipping because you're not fulfilling your role as a man but what about protecting they also protect they also comfort they also do loads of things they are list their good listening ear when they want to listen they don't like confrontation too much they do things on the side that's not just about the money but I think like sometimes men, they can be seen just as cash machines. And some of them make themselves cash machines because they like being a cash machine. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say, hey, I'm a cash machine, swipe me and I'll give you how much you want. I'm going to swipe and I'm going to say, how much are you willing to give me? That's why a lot of men get finessed. Exactly. But allow- that's when I, I personally think a lot of men allow themselves to be finessed personally. Obviously, the women, you don't have to take advantage of the guy, but not all women are going to think like that. And some women will happily, if a guy's, if you're advertising yourself out there as, like you said, a cash machine, people who want cash are going to take it. Yep. You can't be pushing yourself as somebody who's got this and that. Like the, when you're going out and you're flashing your money and you're flashing this and that and posting this and that. And then you want to come out and call girls gold diggers and this and that. What did you expect? What did you think was going to happen? Because you're using that for a reason. You're doing that as a reason. You're using basically what you have as a, as currency. 
as to say like this is what I'm this is what I'm offering and girls ain't gonna take you seriously and the thing is some a lot of people talk about guys taking girls seriously and guys but obviously guys usually are the ones in control of the relationship but guys taking girls seriously and stuff like that but some girls ain't gonna take you seriously some girls are gonna take you for a joke because of the way you've presented yourself and that's another double standard like a lot of women you know get told to present themselves in a certain way so that they can find a man or find a husband and this and that but some girls are gonna see guys as unserious candidates and they're also gonna see them as a as a fling or a, a temporary thing because they're not serious people so guys need to also be mindful of how they're presenting their themselves because if you're presenting yourself as a way that i've got money look at me when they when people look now you can't be complaining like that's like me advertising a fucking i don't know like a you know i don't know if you've seen it where you live but some people put furniture at their house in it outside their house like old furniture saying please take that's like me putting furniture outside my house like an old wardrobe saying please take someone takes it and i'm like oh why do people take it <laughs> i know i put it out there but why are people taking it you can't complain because you put it out there so i just think people nowadays like don't get me wrong i feel like there is a lot of pressure on guys to pro- pro- um provide maybe even when they can't but i think it's just about filtering through people or fi- that's why dating is important so you can filter through people and understand what you don't like and what you do like because if you meet somebody and that person's a gold digger or you think that she might be just with you for something or she's trying to get stuff out of you you say goodbye to that one that's why a lot of guys do that test of paying let's see if she offers me yeah. personally i've said i i'm i'll continue to say i'm not offering to pay for nothing if you've asked me to come out, I'm coming out, I'm not paying. But I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you have to pay for everything. Or, you know, the man has to do this, the man has to do that. If you, if I've asked you to come out and I've and I've taken and I've said, oh, do you know what, let's go grab like food or whatever, I'll happily pay when it comes to stuff like that. But I just feel like out of courtesy, if you've asked me to come out, you should pay for it. That's how I see it. But not everybody sees it that way and that's okay. But with the whole relationships thing i think people like you said people just talk and with the nursery fee situation it could be any reason why she's paying half she might want to pay half she might not be want want to be one of them girls that's like oh yeah just because you're earning so much you have to pay for everything me personally with the whole bank accounts thing i agree with you to some aspect but i don't want my wages going into a joint bank account i want my wages coming into my account but that's just me and it that's just how I've always been. I don't. I would never have a joint account in terms of all of our wages are going into one. I'll have a joint joint bank account, like you said, about the bills coming out. Like, so for example, the direct debits or the mortgage or whatever we're paying for, I'm happy for that to come out. But I want my wages going into my account so I can use, if, I, if I've got an emergency and I want to use my money for something, I don't want you asking me, oh, wh- why did you take out £400? I don't want you asking me them questions. So for me personally, that can never run. Uh, you have your money, I have my money, and we should... Because at the end of the day, it is a partnership, but it's also two individuals coming together. But I still feel like there has to be a, a type of independence because I don't want... Imagine, like, I don't know, imagine you're together and, like, you see your man repeatedly taking out £100, £100, £100. You're going to start thinking, why do you keep taking £100 out? That's why I just want you to have your money. I have my money. This joint bank account is for our bills and for our wages. Like you said, savings account as well. But at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter what kind of setup you have. It's just about communication. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to communicate. We've spoken about this before. People don't want to communicate. They just want to have their thoughts. You have your thoughts. I have my thoughts. And that's it. There's no reasoning. There's no negotiating. And like you said about the whole... um people who are older and they're not doing the type of things that young people are doing obviously life is different when you get older isn't it there's things you're going to be able to do when you're young even before you have kids there's things you're going to be able to do that maybe you might not be able to do as much after you've had kids like i know i work with a few people like who have got kids who are married and stuff and they haven't been been on a holiday pre-pandemic even they've not been on a holiday in years like they've not had a family holiday they've not done nothing together but then there's some people who go on holiday every six months or every year. 
they go away. So everybody's set up is different. And when it comes to marriage, like people need to be careful because all of this shit that they're spewing out of their mouth, you don't know who you're going to end up with. You don't know what situation you're going to end up in. And all you're doing is putting expectations. And sometimes these things are filtering into your subconscious. So you might even be making decisions from your subconscious that you're not even aware of. You're not even aware that you're doing it. And and I don't understand what people expect to get from these mad expectations. Like, I don't, I really don't, because the type of quality of men that some of these girls claim they want, there's not <laughs> enough to go around for everyone. Let me tell you that straight. <laughs> there's not enough to go around for everybody. There's already more women than men as it is. And now when you go filter through the quality of men that you people are looking for, you want them, these people, they want a man that's earning this. They want a man that's got no kids. They want a man that's got no kids. They, they want all of this stuff. There's not enough. Lower your ex, and I'm not even talking about lower your expectations in a sense of settling or being with somebody who's bummy or broke or whatever they want to say. I just mean be realistic in terms of these things that you're worried about now. Is that going to matter to you in 10 years? Like, are you going to be so depressed or are you going to be so upset about your man not taking you out every Friday? Some people go out once a month. Mm -hmm. Some people go out twice a month. Some people don't even do that. Mm -hmm. Or some people have an arrangement where they're like, do you know what? And I'm telling you, like, people, when I see something on social media, I just laugh. I don't don't take it seriously. It doesn't bother me or anything. But I just laugh because I just think, you people have some wild expectations. <laughs> like, where have you been meeting these guys that have met your expectations? And if you ask them, a lot of them will tell you that I've not met one like, no one like that. If you have, what happened? The one that got away. It must be, because I don't know where these expectations come from. Unless it's from films or friends' experiences or family's experiences, I don't know, but People really need to do something about their expectations because I do feel sorry for men sometimes because the pressure that I think they're under, that's why male suicide rates is so high because some men are in so much financial issues because of society or because of their own feeling about where they should be or what they should be doing. And and I, I think we've spoken about it before, a lot of these women are not going to be the ones there comforting you when you're going through your issues of money issues or whatever it may be a lot of them are not going to be there so what do you what is it that you want like i just find it so confusing and that that conversation about the the nursery fees i just thought this girl could have come out this girl shouldn't have to she shouldn't have to come out and say oh yeah i said i would pay it myself but people are making such assumptions about her financial status and saying that he we don't know what money crept is making he could have got rich quick, got himself into a mad situation, and he might not be making money that much. That's why they go halves. We don't know nothing. But people are so quick to make assumptions and say she shouldn't be paying anything. Oh, God forbid I have to pay my, my I have to go halves with my husband. That's what people are saying, or halves with my baby dad. But if it's your husband, you're going to be going halves in a lot of things anyway. They don't see it like that. So you think you, you for example, if you and your husband or your partner both got full-time jobs, then your boss husband is paying for everything? I don't know. There, there might be. You can probably keep all your money. But at the same time, I just think, um, I don't know. I just think some people, obviously, there's this one in a in a million or one odd-off people kind of thing that can find men up to those standards that we people see on social media that are able to just kind of let them be. But what I do know is these men be bitching to their friends <laughs> how you're doing, how you don't do nothing, <laughs> how you just expect them to be doing certain things. And they'll be like, you know what, like, Mandem, I like her and I love her and that, but, you know, they'll be moaning, but they'll allow you. Mm-hmm. Some of them will. Some of them won't allow you. Um. But I think, again, it just goes to what the person wants and what the person likes and what they're able to get in it. There's some people who want these people type of men, but they're not able to get them. 
So eventually they will have to settle for something else. So if you are able to get those type of men, that's good. That's good for you. If not, then obviously you have to reevaluate. Only because I think with now the social media atmosphere, people see a lot of these people on there and they think, you know what? I can get one of them. And they've seen certain girls who are just normal everyday people all of a sudden come up because they've started fucking with a celeb or started fucking with an influencer. So they've seen that it is possible (laughs) to be able to get through like in that way. And to be fair, all they know, all they have to do, because I know like guys who like, who've got like, um, they've got decent amount of money and they go out and stuff and they say, Viv, the way some of these girls be behaving when you walk into the club, that, that groupies, it's like, you can already tell what they want. You already tell what they're on. So there are those type of girls that look out for that. That literally, they're specifically going out to places where they know they'll meet guys that are up and that's all they're on. They don't even look at guys that are not like them. So they're specifically targeting those men. And those men, they are targeting those girls also because they want to go with those type of girl. And those type of girl won't give them no stress, no wahala. They'll just put up with whatever, in my opinion, anyway. I'm getting the bag. For them, it's like the bag is enough in it <laughs> for yeah. whatever. So I think there is people out there that literally they're targeting certain individuals. Because for me, I will never go to places like that. I will never go to a place like, oh, are there going to be men that are going to be up? I'm never going to look for type of stuff like that. I don't look for things like that. Because that's not what I look for. But I know there's people that are like, oh, let's go to this bougie place let's go for this me I don't even like it too tough because it's way too hard it's too much out of my comfort zone <laughs> it's too much it's not like me and I, I, I don't like doing all that bougie bougie stuff it's nice to do bougie bougie here but it's not like my type of thing but like there's people that won't you know the people that I'm not going there because it's not bougie enough for me mm. and I'm thinking like raw what are you looking for because they won't go to like a normal like maybe place or like a normal restaurant because they want to go a specific place where they know they'll meet certain people. But those people sometimes you can meet them anywhere because some people are up but they just don't flaunt it like that. And in my opinion, those ones are too flushy flushy. Sometimes they're broke as hell. Like I've said before, I've met guys like that and when I go to their house and they ain't got no wardrobe in their house. Like you're out here wearing designer and that. But at the same time, I come to your yard, you've got nowhere to put that designer. It's just in those bin bags. And like those African bags that are like colourful and shit. The ones that Balenciaga or Gucci, I don't know, they're remade and so I make it selling for 200, 2,500. So you've got nowhere to put your clothes. They're just in bags and suitcases and you're out here dripping head to toe. So it's just that some, for me, I'm only saying this is it's probably a couple I've met but I'm not saying that's everybody. But what I am saying is just that me, I like a humble man in it. I like a man that's humble. That's not too much. And then that we can we can talk. You can if you're hum if you go you're up and you're humble, that's so attractive to me. Because at least I know you're not trying to do stuff to to make people's head turn. At least that's nice. Those ones, I'll be out here doing too much flushy, flushy, flushy and bullshit like that. Me, I don't like. So I like somebody that's humble. Mm. Then we can enjoy our money and our peas in peace. That's exactly, yeah. We can act broke, but we're actually really up. That's exactly, yeah. And that's why I think people need to think about more as a... If you're in, if you're actually trying to get into a relationship or you're looking for somebody to be with... Because I think a lot of these girls are. I think they're looking for somebody to be with, not just somebody to date. But if you are looking about looking to be with somebody, why don't you think of certain situations as a couple as opposed to just an as an individual? Like all you're thinking about is, oh, I shouldn't have to do this. He should have to do this. She should have to do this. Like why don't you think about it together? Because I see a lot of people. It's mad because there's a thing. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a thing on Twitter called Spaces now where people like talk. the The headline yeah. is should should crep pay all the nursery fees. Like this is what people are talking about right now. It's called spaces. 
no basically it's thing it's something called spaces on twitter and people go and talk and listen i think it's a bit like clubhouse where people used to go and host rooms and they would talk in there and stuff like that that's what people are doing that's what twitter have done spaces now i've never listened to one because i ain't got time to listen to people talking on twitter but um i see the topics and the, and one of the one that's going on right now where there's more than 1300 people in the room is should correct, correct pay all the nursery fees are they mad? And this, <laughs> and these are the types of conversations that make women. Because I guarantee, well, that's probably that's not fair to say, but it probably is predominantly women in there. But obviously, I don't know because I've not seen it. But these are the types of conversations that people are having where people are building up their own expectations. And I saw somebody tweet saying that it is unrealistic to think that as a woman you're not going to be contributing to anything in the household, and it's true. Why should you not be contributing anything? Even if even if my man is a millionaire, yeah, I would still like go out and do shopping and use my own money. I would still, if I could, buy my own car. Like I would still do things for myself. Maybe you might pay for the more expensive things. Like if you live in a really expensive house, you might pay pay for more of it. But I would still want to do things for myself. Like I would still want to, because you can't just be there leeching. Obviously, in some cultures, like, some women can't even work. So that's... Yeah, yeah. The, I get that, innit? Like, in some cultures, women... The man has to go out and work. The man has to be the one to bring home the money. She's not allowed to do any of that. She just has to look after her kids and, and look after him, essentially, yeah? So that's different. But in today's society where we live, in the UK, and maybe not specific cultures like that, just general culture, or that's not even right to say, but just, you know what I mean? That's not happening. Like, I personally know that happens a lot where women shouldn't work and stuff is, like, usually, like, Asian or Arab cultures. But black mm. people, white people, that doesn't tend to happen unless that's an agreement you and your husband have or you and your man have. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But when I see people get building up these expectations of themselves, and like you said, then people that go to the club specifically looking... There are girls that do that. I know. I actually know girls like that. That They're not going to certain places. If you tell them, oh, let's go to a bar in Hammersmith, or obviously that's near me, I don't know if you know that is. But Hammersmith, like, around the corner from me, like, 20 minutes away from me, they're not going. Hmm. They're going to the places where they know, like, celebrities are going or footballers are going. And then they know that... They know that... this is And this is what I said before. Girls, some girls date people who are not the average guy. They date celebs or they date drug dealers or they date guys who do fraud and they build up these expectations because that's that money is comes it comes easily and it goes easily so they don't mind it. But now you're meeting people who actually have to think about what they're spending, they have to think about they might not be struggling, but they have to think they can't be as frivolous with their money as certain guys are. And you're putting them expectations and they've skewed the way that girls think because I personally think this is more of a maybe a young-minded mentality because when I think about and I'm sure you're the same when I think about if I've if I've got a man and we're we're doing stuff together or whatever I'm thinking about what we can do together and how we can live and enjoy together not why you're gonna be spending and I'm gonna be spending and you're gonna be buying all of this and doing all of that obviously it's nice to get treated like it is nice to be treated but I also like to treat if I see something nice, I'll buy it for you. If you see something nice, you buy it for me. That's I feel like that's how a relationship should be. But these people are literally so focused on, nah, he has to do that. They're actually having a live discussion right now on should crypt pay the nursery fee. Two people you don't know. Me, I'm saying me. I'm think I'm. I'm not looking at all of that. I'm just looking at. Listen, how am I going to be able to deal with you twenty years down the line? That's all I'm thinking. Cause me, I don't want to know how. Well, hello, I like peace. So all that stuff, yeah, it's okay. I'm thinking, are you going to bring me peace 20 years down the line or not? That's all I think about. Um, And am I going to be able to deal with you every day? Because the gifts and all of that, they're okay. I can go buy myself one. But am I going to be able, how much can I keep up, put up with you on a daily basis? But me, I just, I just think everybody's different in it. And I just think... um maybe it does go to like it's an it's an age thing I think it's when it's stuff when you're younger um and also maybe what you're used to seeing and sometimes you've got parents that say if you need to get a man like this 
or yeah. you got women or mums or parents that will be like, you need to look after your woman, you need to look after girls, you need to be respectful, you need to be a man. So you've got people and family members that do influence certain people and the decision that they make. But for me, I just think if you're able to establish what you like and what you want and what you basically are up for, and that's okay and if it's some of the things we've mentioned today then that's okay that's you that's you as a person and go for it yeah but if you know deep down like maybe social media is having an influence because like what you said sometimes a lot of the stuff is subconscious and as much as we when we're scrolling and stuff we could see certain things and think it's not influencing us but the next minute you'll be seeing yourself getting upset thinking oh my man didn't do this but the other person was doing this. Like even someone was telling me the other day about how there's this guy and his girl. Mm. And um the girl was seeing like his friend always posting up his girl on social media. And then she was like, You don't post me. Why don't you post me? Why don't we take a couple pictures? <laughs> and then he was just like, Because we don't do that. She's like, But I want to. But obviously she was seeing what's going on and comparing her relationship to this other people's relationship and now you've you've put pressure on your own relationship because of what you're seeing and you want that because you're thinking oh I want him to be posting me too why is he not posting me Mm. so I think for me the best thing you can do just leave your relationship to yours because what I've started to realize like what your friends what you see online what they like what they're into who their partners are is completely different to yours and how you're the only person you and your partner are the only two people in your relationship and you can't let the external influences and external pressures come into that because sometimes they're going to knock your relationship off and you're going to be thinking like raw why did i even get influenced so i think just don't bring too many people in because people are going to be like chinese whispers they're going to be talk 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 and also there's external pressures from like influences on social media and even like stuff that you see on the tv movies and shit like that also so music like what you said so just be mindful because at the end of the day it's about you you're the one person who's got to deal with that relationship so it's about what works for you and if it's some of the stuff we said go for it and if that's what you want go for it but again um if you're able to get it then that's nice for you if you're not then tough reevaluate but I think it just depends on the individual um, and what's important to them. Because if you want gift and love language is your, your, your love. I've got a cousin. She talks about how sometimes guys will not be getting a gift and she gets so upset. <laughs> she gets so upset. She gets really, really upset. She goes, he didn't do any. He didn't give me a gift. And I'm like, it's not that deep. She goes, no, but I like gifts. I want gifts. Why is he not getting me gifts? So I, whereas for me, I'm just like, um, I don't really care about gifts. Yeah. I've got to just see how I, I can deal with you every single day. That's my important thing. But yeah, anything else? No, that was it really. But basically what you said, like, it's not even about, obviously we're just talking about this and this aspect, but it's not even about what they can bring you and what they can give you. It's about how you're going to, are you going to be able to look at this person every day and still be happy? guaranteed if you're just focusing on what they can bring you and what they can give you you're probably not because that might dry up because it can either go two ways it can either go you you both up together or you both go down together and if you're both down are you can you're basically saying like that's not enough for you but me each to their own and if that's the life you want to live go ahead and enjoy it but all I'm saying is, like, people just need to, I feel like, refocus their priorities. But, yeah, that's it from me. Yeah. Take time, humans. Take time, people. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need. Take time. Because the world is selling you dreams on what relationships are and what they're not. And they're not easy. Because once you get into them, you will realize what they're telling you is not that once you're in it. There's exactly. a lot more that goes into it than what they just show you in a picture or so. There's a lot more. Yeah. And some of the stuff you're saying you won't put up with, I'll tell you, you'll be sitting there putting up with it like it's nothing. Yeah. And they'll be happy <laughs> because you like... Some of them will be happy to be putting up with it. Exactly. They'll be sitting like, I think, I think once you're in it also, some of these people are talking when they're not in love. 
Exactly. Um, and they're just talking from an outsider's point of view when they're not the ones dealing with emotions and feelings. And I think when you've got the feelings and you've got the emotions and you love that person, you're willing to compromise a little bit more. You're willing to put up with a little bit more. You'd be willing there to stick there when you're broke, trying to work out what's our next move. Literally. Um, so I think it's just, it depends on the situation because it's nice and easy to talk when it's not your relationship mm. and you're not the one in love and you're not the one having to deal with the, the ins and out of that relationship. But That's it. And I think... It's nice when you're you can talk objectively and be like, put your little two cents in there, mm. but you're not bringing a hundred cents in there because you don't know the rest. You're exactly. just talking, say, oh no, I won't put up with that. I wouldn't yeah. do that. Why yeah. would that? But then when you're there and you're having to compromise sometimes to save drama because there's a lot going on, you'll be like, okay, you'll compromise. So <laughs> I think it's nice to talk when you're not the one in the situation. But anywho, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good evening, have a good morning, have a good day. Yes. Your time and energy has been appreciated today.